Welcome into the Power Alley. If you're familiar with the podcast, I'm your host, Pat Melicaro. It's been an exciting last week in downtown Buffalo as the herd has finally come home. 711 days had passed since the Buffalo Bisons had a home game. And since August the 29th, 2019, we know so much has taken place in Western New York and around the world. We are so glad to have the Buffalo Bisons back at Salem Field and playing once again in front of the best fans in all of minor league baseball. And what a week it was for the Bisons. Not only was it exciting off the field, but on the field as well. Buffalo taking five out of six from Rochester. And coming up later here in the Power Alley, we'll take a look back at the week that was for the Herd. But first, we thought it'd be a good time to catch up with the manager of the Buffalo Bisons once again, Casey Candell, and also one of the players that has seen a lot of Major League clubhouses in the past and just his impressions on what the now Bisons AAA clubhouse and amenities look like for the players as the multi-million dollar renovations of Salem Field, as now the Bisons are the beneficiaries of the multi-million dollar renovations in a joint partnership between the Bisons and the Toronto Blue Jays. Christian Cologne, we'll hear from him coming up later here in the Power Alley. As we mentioned, Casey Candell met with the media this past Tuesday as the team got ready for their first home game in 711 days. The Bison skipper was asked a lot about what it's like to be back in Buffalo, a lot about the renovations of Salem Field, but also how his team has done so far this season. Let's take a listen to Casey's comments with members of the media right here in the Power Alley. Tell me this. It's August. You're 81 games into the season. How much does this kind of feel like an opening day? Um, it, I mean, it was weird because it's very hectic and, and um, a lot of stuff's going on. And so it does feel like that this that way. Uh you know, kind of getting acclimated to a new place um, and going, oh, we're going to be staying here now. So um, it is, a, I think, you know, came in yesterday to the clubhouse. It was a little different than when I was here, obviously, um, you know, and uh, the players were excited about, you know, getting into a new, much bigger place. Uh, it was, you know, it was good to see. And they're, they're, you know, hopefully it invigorates them for the rest of the year. And like you said, the clubhouse you left in 1997 was really the same all the way through about 2019. I mean, what was your reaction to seeing what the Blue Jays left behind? Well, yeah, it was pretty amazing. I mean, we were totally in a different place. Uh, we're on the third baseline. You know, we were in the first baseline when I was playing here. So it was, I mean, the, you know, the upgrades and everything that they've done has been quite amazing. It's it's like a new, it's a new stadium underneath. So it's kind of, kind of amazing. Thanks, Casey. Mm-hmm. Brian, you want to go next? Hi, Casey. Hi, Brian. Um, I asked you a couple of weeks ago in Rochester if you thought about what it would be like to return to Buffalo and step on the field for since the Bisons haven't played at home in, in almost two years. Um, and I was just wondering, at that time, I don't even think we knew that it was really going to happen. Right. Now that it's a reality and you're here, like what kind of thoughts are going through your head about being back in Buffalo? Uh, it was just really cool yesterday came came in and obviously um you know like we talked about the the underneath there has changed a little bit and the the uh the batting cages are unbelievable uh you know where i have a it's a different place now to take naked sunday bp but uh i won't be able to do that anymore <laughs> but um but uh it's you know it's just uh going out on the field was was kind of oh man I, I remember this and my son was with me actually uh yesterday and he was like oh i remember walking up this ramp to the field and so the the memories were really cool and uh, and um 
you know, just seeing it and, and getting back here and, and driving around and, and seeing some familiar places from from uh, when we lived here were, was really cool. So, I, I mean, it was kind of, I remember that and I remember this and it was kind of, it was just really neat to get back, so. Prior to yesterday, when was the last time you were here in the city? Shoot, oh man, God, it's been a long time, I think. Uh, oh, well, you know what, I was here, um, as the field coordinator last uh, in right. nineteen with uh, with AAA when uh, when we were here, so I came through here then for like three days. So thank you. But, yeah, you're welcome. Uh, we'll go back to to Mike. Hey, hey Casey, you reference your son. He would have been about three or four last. Yes, year, right? yeah, and I think he was a hellion running around here yeah. too, because uh, Boot said, "Yeah, oh yeah, we remember you." <laughs> <laughs> So I think he uh, he left a lasting impression was <laughs> him and Jack Graham, Brian yeah. Graham's son. They they hung out together. I think I think one day they they were sitting out in the dugout before the game, before everybody had come out there, and they were tossing all the game balls into the stands to all the fans. So <laughs> I think they threw about half of them into the stands. So it was kind of fun to to reminisce about those things. <laughs> Tell me this about your club. I mean, obviously the record is what it is, and you had a little bit of a lull last week and. You know, the offense was struggling for three nights. And now the last four games, the offense gets rejuvenated again. What is it about this club when you hit a little wall, you've been able to turn it up again? Um, just, you know, just continuing to, to go out and grind through it. Um, and then we change up some things superstitiously, like, oh, we're not going to hit on the field. And if that works, then we don't hit on the field. So that that's how we take care of it. But, <laughs> but um, no, they're, they're, they've been a resilient bunch. And we've gone through, you know, some, some lows through the season, but they keep coming out and they keep playing hard. And we, we kind of, you know, live by the deal. You know, we, we this past couple of weeks, we didn't play the defense we've been playing and maybe didn't pitch as well as we had been pitching. And, and it cost us some games, but we understand that and we understand why we're successful um, is because we play good defense and we pitch well most of the time. So just getting back to that and not panicking and going out and playing the games and and just, just continue to grind through it. So it worked out well. Our guys did a great job of, of, you know, getting back to kind of the baseball that we play and that we know. So, so it, it turned out well, if we can do that and we can, and we can play defense and, and pitch well, um, we can scratch a few runs across. We'll be in most games. So that's kind of the way we look at it. And just one more quick one for me is Anthony K starting today. Uh, yes. Yeah. And obviously his numbers are his numbers. We saw him here with the blue Jays as well. Where is he right now? Um, you know, he's just, just battling through some stuff. He's going to be fine. He's got great stuff. Um, you know, he doesn't make any excuses, but I'll, I'll let you know, like, you know, when players go up and down and they get in different roles as a, as a pitcher, you know, sometimes that's difficult to adjust to. And, you know, you're a reliever and then you're a starter. And, and again, I'm not giving him any excuses and he does not ask for any, and he does not say anything like that, but, but again, you know, sometimes getting back into that groove is takes a little time when you're doing different things throughout an entire season and you're doing one thing in the big leagues and coming back. And again, like I said, they don't complain or anything. I just, you know, kind of pointing that out. And sometimes you go through that. He's got great stuff, got a great arm and, and, you know, looking forward to, you know, watching him throw again tonight. We'll see, see how it goes. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Mike. We'll go to Julianne next. Uh, you need to unmute yourself first. Hi, Casey. Uh, Hi, Julian. Julian. Channel 2. How are you doing? How you do? All right. How are you? 
Well, good, good. Welcome back to Buffalo. Um, first of all, I want to hear more about your first impression uh, coming back to Salem Field. And also, uh, what are the players thinking? How are they um, soaking in the experience? Yeah, I mean, like I said, when I came back, it was just so, so many, you know, good memories came back to me and walking through the, the, the up the ramp in right field was just like, man, I remember this. I remembered the smell. Can't say it was a great smell because I think the, <laughs> uh, I think the uh, grease pit is out there <laughs> and the garbage, but I did remember the smell and it's, 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 it's great. But I, I, I had great times here in Buffalo. I love the city and just kind of coming in and seeing the field, walking out onto the field was really cool because because, you know, that's kind of the same as as when I was here. Other, I mean, they did the new bullpens, which are gorgeous and and obviously a new um, scoreboard. But but just looking at the field and go, man, I played, you know, some games here and had a lot of fun and and, you know, had a lot of met like some great people. So those kind of memories were great. And walking through the underneath here and seeing how much it had changed. It was like, man, this is amazing. And then just, you know, players that were here yesterday that I saw, they were like, you know, just visibly excited about getting into a new place and just kind of going, wow, this is huge. And this is really cool and really neat. And, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping we don't spoil them so they don't play as well. So, uh, if that happens, we'll move out, we'll move out outside or something and, and pitch tents out there or something <laughs> till we get back into it. So, <laughs> Oh, well, you talked about the smell. Have you gotten the cereal smell from General Mills yet? Have you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was like, there, it yes, yes. It brings back such great memories. It makes me want to have a bowl of cornflakes. What, what's, what's General Mills? <laughs> Cheerios. Why do you want some Cheerios? <laughs> and um, also, you're coming back to Buffalo. Things are going well for you guys. How would you describe the state of the team right now and where things are going in terms of how you guys are doing as the Bisons and how you're doing as a pipeline for the Jays. Yeah. I mean, we've, you know, had some guys that have, you know, gone up and, and are contributing in a big way to, you know, a playoff run for the Blue Jays. And that's really cool to see. I mean, obviously, you know, you're in, you're in AAA, you're like, man, you know, we want to help the big league team as much as possible. And we just have adopted a, a thing we want to throughout our organization that we want to win also, you know, and so win and player development. And obviously the, the, the number one most important game every night is the one in Toronto or wherever they're playing. Um, but, you know, these are important too for the development of our players and for helping out the major league team and our guys come every day to play and, and, you know, when they get, when they've had the opportunity, they go up there and they, they compete. And so that's all you can ask and give their best that they can. And, and it's a unique situation here in AAA, I think, because our players, they really, um, they seem to have bonded as a unit and, and they care about each other and they care that each other do, do does well. And sometimes in AAA teams I've played on or teams I've seen, they're more worried about their own stuff. And, and when you do that, you just get yourself stuck in a, in a, you know, a rut that is just, it's no fun and it's, and it's not a great time to be around, but these guys, um, they truly care about what they're doing and what the other guys are doing on the team. So it's really cool to see. They figure, you know what, if I'm doing well and they need me, then they'll, they'll let me know and I'll be up there. So that's a great attitude to have. With moving around and so many things uncertain this year, how, 
were you as a new manager here able to maintain that focus um, for the players? Um, well, I just kept, uh, I got a, a camper van that I just kept packed all the time. So I knew I could sleep anywhere at any time. So uh, <laughs> it's out in the back right now. So if I need it, I'll go out there, <laughs> but no, Is that legitimate or a joke. No, I have, a, I have it. It's, it's here. It's really cool. <laughs> I could stay anywhere. <laughs> you have to check it out. It's just, it's awesome. <laughs> okay, we'll I want to transport it back to California at the end of the year, but, <laughs> but um, no, I mean, just kind of uh, these are these players have been tremendous because they went to the attitude to, we went to trenton we weren't coming to buffalo and they were just like we want to play and they went and they they busted their tails and they said you know what regardless of where we're at we're getting to play baseball and i think that was a big thing where hey whatever whatever we get thrown and whatever we have to do let's just deal with it and play the game so i mean you know more power to them for for having that attitude and for for going about their business like that. It's like, you know, Hey, they could have complained. They could have like, Oh, we got to move. We got, they didn't, they just said, okay, let's go. And let's, let's get our uniforms and let's strap it on. So, you know, it's been, you know, a pleasure to watch them and deal with them. Um, and if I can ask one more Casey, um, are there any players that um, Toronto should be excited about that we're going to be seeing here? In Every Buffalo. one of them here, all of them. Of course, of <laughs> yeah. course. I, yeah. If you have any names I mean, for me, <laughs> at any time. I mean, they they've they've all done a great job. I mean, from you know, Kevin Smith has had a, a great year. Um, you know, I mean, you go, you just run down the the list of guys that um, you know have have done a great job. Forrest Wall, Cullen Large. I mean, they're all they all have you know put their name on the map. And you know, our bullpen: Brian Baker, Hobie Harris. Um, Travis Bergen, they, they've been up and down some of them and they've already helped out up there and, and they just continue to, you know, you know, try and get better every day and see what they can do to, to, to get back to the big leagues or get there in the first place. So it's been fun to watch. I think somebody's coming on that, you know, after me that has been, has, has had a tremendous influence on this clubhouse and this team. And that's Christian Cologne, just his experience and knowledge in the game has been, you know, so valuable to our young players and to our clubhouse. So it's, you know, it's been, it's been great. We've had a lot of great contributions from a lot of great guys. Thanks so much. Nice yeah. to meet you. All right. Nice meeting you. Awesome. We'll uh, open it up. If anyone has any follow-ups here, uh, just unmute yourself and, and jump right in. I see Mike, you unmuted yourself. Yeah, Casey, just one quick thing. How much of an opportunity did you even have to check out even a few innings on TV or the computer when the Blue Jays were here? Um, I just, you know, bits and pieces. And it was like, you know, just seeing, uh, I know that they, they were, they were good here and they enjoyed it here and they, they play well here from last year to this year. And just so, um, you know, anytime I could and anytime they were on, I, I watched. So it was, you know, they, they, it's just, uh, I think there's an aura here of, uh, of victory. So hopefully we can pick it up i was gonna say <laughs> what was it like to see the place you had played in triple a 20 plus years ago hosting the blue jays i know it was, it, yeah, it was crazy I, and and i remember like like coming in here like and going man you know this is a big triple a park you know to begin with and it's like man if you put a third tier on here this would be awesome you know a great major league stadium but but, you know, they, it was cool that they actually got to come and play here and, and they did so well and they were successful. So it was just neat to see, I mean, going, hey, 
I remember that. I remember that that, that place. This is really cool. I had a great time. Right. I I like it so much here. Like I said, I parked the van out in the back that I could sleep in. It's just I don't have to leave. <laughs> Thank you, man. All right. All right. Anything else? Yeah, I have one more. Can you tell us a yeah. little bit? more about this van oh so it's a it's a it's a 1983 vw uh camper van a vanigan it's uh it sleeps uh four a little tight but uh it's got a it's got a little kitchenette it's got i can cook i can uh it's got running water and uh, electricity with a refrigerator and everything so like i said it's like if i could just stay here outside the park in that van i don't need to go anywhere how long Perfect. have you had it? I just got it like in uh, this uh, this past off season at uh, at the uh, Florida Development League when uh, I was there, and I've been wanting to get it home, and so uh, I just just following me around everywhere right now. <laughs> What's the best part of it? I'm uh, just like I could live in it. There was like you know, and it's and just that old classic manual transmission stuff, and. Uh, you know, I, I, and just people yelling at me on the freeway, I'm, cause I can only go 55. <laughs> they drive by, get that thing off the road, but it's, it's just cruising. I'm just cruising. Our thanks again to Casey. Always someone very fun to talk to and look forward to catching up with Casey again before the end of the 2021 season. Mentioned Christian Cologne earlier as well. He's a player who's won a world series, had a world series clinching hit, for Kansas City back in 2015 and has been one of the veteran leaders of the Bisons this season on the field and off the field as well. And Cologne also met with the media on Tuesday, one of the players that toured Salem Field on Monday, the day before the home opener in Buffalo, just to get a lay of the land, see his surroundings. And his first impressions were very positive, to say the least, as Cologne Walked around Salem Field. I had a chance to walk around the ballpark with Christian and give him and a couple other players a tour as they walked around on their off day. And before Tuesday night's game against Rochester, Cologne went with the media. And let's hear some of his thoughts on what Salem Field and the amenities mean to him and the team going forward. Oh, it was super exciting. Um, just, just coming in and, you know, the anticipation of coming in here and people talking about it. Uh, obviously we were just ready to get here, see what it was like. Um, and just when we got here, you know, we just trying to figure out where everything's at, but it, it, they did such a good job, um, with this. It's just, uh, it just seems to be like perfect timing for us to come, you know, kind of middle end of the season, um, just to get that, that, uh, that jolt of like energy to see a brand new place. So, um, they did an amazing job. It feels like uh, like the big leagues. And how much is with your role on this club? You're trying to reestablish yourself, and you've certainly done that this year. And you're trying to help other guys too. I mean, what's this experience with this club been like for you? Oh, I've loved it. I've loved it here. I came in with the, I thought you know the right mentality to, like you said, um, help you know in any way I can, um, whether that's on the field or you know talking to guys that uh that are starting their their triple a careers and you know eventually becoming uh good big leaguers and i think it's just it's been working out you know i feel comfortable this organization has made me feel um just like i can be myself and that that's special you know they're they're doing things right here and um i would love to continue to you know stay here for my career and um it just makes me feel really good to be here thank you
a Christian. Uh, you said you feel like you can be yourself in this organization. Um, also with the organization, how, um, what have you seen in terms of development with getting these guys in AAA um, up to Toronto? Uh, is there any kind of difference from anywhere that you've been? You know, um, coming up with the Royals, it was, uh, it was all about, you know, staying together and really caring for the person um, before the player. But I think for some reason here, it, it really feels like they're trying to develop people. And with that comes, you know, the baseball player. Um, if, if, if you're happy um, and you, you have that inner peace, um, when you come to work, I think everything's going to take care of itself. So, you know, the staff here is unbelievable. Um, they just, they just allow you to feel comfortable. Um, the people that I've met from the front office from Toronto has been, uh, nothing but first class. And, um, this is at the top of the list for me. I've been around a uh, few teams and, um, like I said, I would like to stay here. Um, just the way they do things and how they communicate. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty impressive. So they just care about the, the, the person itself. And I think they understand that if you do that, um, even though this is a business and it's a tough business, if they do that, they're going to get the best player as well. And you've been around the block, like you said, um, what have your impressions been this season of Casey as a manager? <laughs> the best uh i love that guy he's he's just his energy um i feel like I'll, i'm gonna be the same way we have kind of the same personality so i'll be the same way when i'm uh older but uh it's just it's fun you know he, he's always uh again making you feel comfortable um there for you uh in any way um you know he understands that this is a tough game and he seems to really like you know, live by that. And, and sometimes, you know, when you're not actually playing the game, uh, it seems easy or it seems like, you know, um, just common sense, but he seems to have uh, an understanding for us and how much we got to go through. He, he, uh, he has grace at the same time, he gets on us when he has to get on us and, and we all respect him for it. You know, um, there was a, a thing the other day where I, um, uh, I've done it twice now and I hit a, I hit a ball and, and I'm looking at the play and I'm not really getting down the line. And, you know, he doesn't even have to say anything. We just, I go up to him and say, all right, like, here's, here's my, uh, my, my $40 for the fine or whatever. And, you know, <laughs> you just respect them, you know, you respect them. And, and that's how we feel about the staff here. And, uh, he told us all about the RV. Have you seen the RV? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's, uh, it, it's, you know, my parents were into that, you know, and I've seen a lot of cars like that. So, um, today I tried looking inside of it <laughs> just to see, but it's just so cool. You know, he's just still rocking it, you know, he parks it and you know, it's this. So how great is it to have a kind of down to earth manager, um, working with you all this season? I mean, it's like I said, he's no, uh, he's not ego driven. This is um it's special to have a person like that leading you i think it reflects on the on what we're doing this year um you know his mood impacts the clubhouse uh big time you know and i think uh it's a hard thing obviously because you you feel like you always got to be on your you know you have your your best face on but he handles it 
tremendously well. And uh, he's at the top of my list too, with managers that I've had over the years. And if not at the top, um, I'm just, uh, I'm grateful that I came into contact with him. You know, my life uh, took this path where I got to meet him and he's, he taught me a lot so far. And uh, lastly, is this your first time in Buffalo? I played here in 2019. I came in with uh, Louisville Bats, um, but uh, we only spent, I think it was three games, maybe the weekend, um, but I, I enjoyed it. It was nice before, and now it's even better. What's your first impression? Uh, this is <laughs> this is big league stuff. Like, I mean, some of these guys haven't really even seen what a big league locker room would look like or um just the how comfortable you you are uh the space and really it comes down to um you know i was telling him hey you just show up and how do you not want to work in something like this how do you not want to um you know put all your your energy into what you're doing and uh everything's taken care of you know from um you know showing up and parking your car to everybody's catering to you so i think it's a good thing and a bad thing. You have to make sure you have that, uh, that balance um, and know that you still got to do things for yourself and, and, and enjoy. But at the same time, it's just, this is big league stuff. I mean, everything is brand new. Thanks, Christian. Yep. Hi, Christian. Um, if you were to describe this team to a fan from Buffalo who hasn't been able to see them play yet, what would you say? We have grit. We have grit. We get after it. Uh, we play hard. Um, we, well, I would say we don't quit, honestly. Like, I think we, we feel like we are in every game. And, you know, there's, there's a couple of times where we've been down um, like seven to three, for example, in the sixth, seventh inning, and other teams are, are still running. Uh, and I think we're taking that as a compliment. You know, I think they know we can come back, and um, but they're going to see good players. They're going to see good players that are going to be ready to to go up to the major league level and, and help at some point. Um, but we can we can. Uh, there's times where everything's clicking, like the pitching is outstanding, defense and and the hitting. Obviously, we have some a good mix of young, exciting players with veterans. You know, veterans have been around and and. Uh, so I think, I think we see ourselves as a pretty complete team, you know, especially with the, with the, the leaders we have here as well and, and, and the whole makeup of the, of the team. So hopefully the fans will enjoy it. And it, how would you describe um, your own season personally that you're having? I know you've been putting up good numbers, had some big hits. How, how would you describe your season? Um, really, I felt the best. I've ever felt, especially physically and um, with the approach, like mentally taking, you know, one day at a time, being present, not really thinking about things that aren't going to help me at the moment. You know, when I'm hitting, I'm not thinking about anything else but that. And when I'm playing defense, um, I'm thinking about playing defense. And I think it's, it sounds simple, but it's really about being present. And if you can, you know, forget about, you know, all right, I'm playing shortstop, but I'm thinking about my bat last time and, you know, or, you know, I'm not doing well. And so I think um, 
passing that knowledge along. I think it's just comes from experience. Um, it's been great. Um, I've been able to feel, like I said, like myself, uh, um, on and off the field. So it's been, for me, this season has been special. It's been great. The success we've been having. Um, so to be honest, I feel like this is, I'm, I'm in my prime, uh, even though I know baseball is getting younger and stuff, but I feel like I feel I, I can go out there and do it. And, you know, so I'm, I've, I started really hot and now I'm, you know, kind of just figuring things out offensively, but, um, you know, other than that, it's been great. I've had a lot of fun. Cologne has been one of the big reasons why the Bison sit at 54 and 33 on the season, two games better than Scranton Wilkesbury heading into Tuesday night's action in the Northeast division. But remember, there are no formal playoffs this year in triple a baseball. The team with the best record in triple a East come September 19th will be crowned the champion this year. And the Bison's, Thanks to their six-game winning streak and winning six out of their last seven, have now vaulted themselves into the second-best record in AAA East, heading into Tuesday's series in Syracuse at 54 and 33. Buffalo just a couple of games back of Durham, three in the win column, one in the loss column. So the Bison's two games back, 57 and 32. The Bulls head into Tuesday night's play, having won two straight. But Gwinnett doing the Bison's a big favor taking several games of their weekend series, including a doubleheader sweep that helped Buffalo get within a game of Durham before their loss on Saturday to Rochester. So the Bisons, two games up in the Northeast, two games back overall in AAA East, and have the best home record of any team in AAA East this season. The five home wins at Salem Field this past week, giving Buffalo 34 on the year. They're 34-14 and 14 in front of the home fans, and now, Enter Tuesday night's action, winners of eight out of their last 10. That is the best 10-game stretch of any team in AAA East at the moment. Before we conclude this episode of the Power Alley, want to look back at the week that was for the Buffalo Bisons. Mentioned they won five out of six games from Rochester as the Red Wings continue to scuffle. 19 games back in Northeast Division standings. As we take a look at the division, Buffalo atop 54-33, and 33, two games better than Scranton. Worcester in third place, a distant Eight and a half games out, 46 and 42. A team that has given Buffalo fits this season. Worcester will come to downtown Buffalo on the next homestand next week. It'll be an interesting one with Billy McMillan's ball club at Salem Field for one final series this season. Lehigh Valley, they'll be the final team to visit Salem Field this regular season. They're at 41 and 46, 13 games out, fourth place in the division. Rochester, 17 games below 500. They are fifth place, and Syracuse, the Bison's next opponent, they have won five straight, the longest winning streak in AAA East at the moment, bringing them 20 games under 500, 20 and a half games out of the division, and they're a team that has the lowest run differential in the division at minus 86. So teams have scored 86 more runs than Syracuse this season in games played for the Mets. They are 34 and 54 as they enter Tuesday's action against the Buffalo Bison. So a chance for the Herd to pick up a couple of more victories, as they had five of them this past homestand. And Tuesday night was such a fun night on many different levels. Not only the first home game for the Bisons in nearly two years, but a chance for the home fans to see the team on display. And boy, did they see a good one. Jacob Wagaspak had a spot start. Anthony Kay, the lefty, was supposed to start for Buffalo in the home opener, but was scratched at the last minute, dealing with back tightness in his pregame bullpen session. As a result, 
Wagus Pack would go three and two-thirds innings, and the Bison's offense would pound out 11 runs on 12 hits in the victory. As some of the regulars in the Bison lineup were front and center, Kevin Smith ignited the offense with a one-out triple that brought in Forrest Wall in the first inning, part of a two-run frame, and then the big blow, Logan Wormuth, a three-run home run. Let's hear all the highlights as they happened over the Bison Baseball Network. Starts as Smith hits one to the right center field alley, drops for a base hit. Jogging home from third is Forrest Wall. The ball is missed, played by Tochi in center. Smith touches second. He'll head towards third. Kevin Smith stands on third base, and the Bisons have a 1-0 lead. First pitch, he hits it off the glove of the shortstop and into left field. Kevin Smith jogs home. Richard Orania drives in the run, and it's 2-0 Hurd. Swung on, high fly ball, left field. Going back is Dietrich. Still going back. That ball is carrying, and that ball is gone. Wow, is this ball jumping tonight? Warm up the deep left, right over the 364 sign, and the lights are flickering here at Salem Field. First time we've seen them, Pat. There they are. Swung on line, drive, left field, base hit. And they're going to try and score the runner, and the throw will come into second base as Wall with good speed. Despite the fact it was a hard-hit ball, scores without a throw. White picks up an RBI, his 44th of the year, and the Bisons are up 6-0 here in the fourth. And he skies one out towards center field. That'll be deep enough as Tochi, Tochi goes back toward right center, makes the catch, and tagging up and heading for third as Wall. Pretty good throw to third base. Gratterall coasts across the plate, and the Bisons take a 7-0 lead here in the sixth. As Lopez goes the other way towards right center field, Bautista racing back. The ball splits the gap. One run comes home. Large rounding the bag from third as Lopez slides into third base. A two-run triple for Otto Lopez. His second triple with the Bisons extends the lead to 9 to nothing. A one is pulled to the third baseman, thought about going home. Instead, has to pump into the glove to find a handle. And it's a productive out for Juan Gratterall. Lopez will score. It's 10-0 Bisons on the RBI ground out, 5-3. Two one pitches, well struck out towards center field. Tochi going back towards the warning track. Reaches out as the ball hits off the wall, stays in the field of play. Forrest Wall heads towards third. Derek Dietrich backing up, throws the ball in quickly. Wall has to retreat back to third. It's an RBI triple as Forrest Wall had the fashions of an inside-the-park home run. Instead, he will collect his... Fourth triple of the season. It's now 11 to nothing Bisons here in the seventh. Buffalo would shut out Rochester a second straight day in the second game of the series. It would be a 5 nothing win for Buffalo. The team would actually shut out Rochester for the first 21 and a third innings of the series as they would win 4-3 to on Thursday night as well. Buffalo would take their fourth straight with a 6-3 win on Friday. The Bisons did not trail at any point in the first four games of the series, outscoring Rochester by a total of 26-6 to in the first four games of the series. But Rochester got a little bit even on Saturday afternoon as Nate Pearson was activated off the injured list, made a one-inning spot start for the Bisons. Thomas Hatch followed. Hatch would take the defeat in Rochester's 4-0 victory of the Bisons. But then on Sunday afternoon, Buffalo would roar right back. Casey Lawrence, what a great story this season. He... Came back to the Blue Jays organization, signed as a free agent in May, 
and now back with Buffalo after being stretched out as a starter down at New Hampshire. Picked up his third win with the Bisons of the season. A 7-1 victory. Once again, let's hear the highlights from Sunday's win. Lawrence is 2-0. He is hit hard, but right out of Lopez. Oh. Backhanded stop. Spins around and throws to first. A one-hop bullet to the second baseman. 4-3 on the putout, and Rochester is set aside once again. The 0-1. Hit into right center field. That'll fall in for a base hit. In comes one run. Lopez to follow. The throw is cut off. It's a two-run single off the bat of Kevin Smith. And the Bisons will take a 2-0 lead. The 1-0. Hit towards left center field. That'll fall for a base hit. Solid line drive single off the bat of Tyler White. Kevin Biggio touches home to extend the lead to 3-0 for Buffalo. 3-2 is hit out in the air towards right field. Colin Large racing back over his shoulder. He'll look up as Noel collects the home run over the wall. Noel goes to the opposite field for his 11th homer of the season. Just tucks it into the Bully Hill party deck. And it's now a 4-1 Bison's lead. The payoff. Hit in the air out towards right center field. It should be for extra bases. And it's down off the wall. Smith motors into second base. A three-hit day for Kevin Smith. He leads off the frame with a double here in the bottom of the seventh. Wells looks at second, the 1-1. is drilled on the left field side. That's a fair ball, and he'll cash in a couple. One run comes home. Here comes Palacios. Lopez right behind him. The relay throw comes to the plate, and it's not in. Oh, oh no. Wow. That wasn't even close. No, it wasn't. Here comes Casey. The tag was applied to the back of his head, and he was his whole legs were across home plate. Wow. Two-run score for sure as Dave Martinez just, he was right there. I don't know how he got that wrong. Wells 2-2. Hit towards center field. It'll fall in for a base hit. Smith will round third. Throw will come to the plate, but up the line, he will score. Throw it out a second. Tyler White will be tagged out, trying to advance on the throw. But it's an RBI base hit, and it's now 7-1 Buffalo. Barnes 2-0 pitch. Popped up in the air. First base side. Tyler White comes in on the infield grass. He's underneath it. Makes the catch, and that'll do it. The Bisons have won five out of six against Rochester this afternoon. Pick up a 7-1 victory to close out the series. The victory sets the stage for Buffalo to head out on the road. From here on out, it's one week at home, one week on the road to the end of the season, October the 3rd. Buffalo making one of two trips to Syracuse to end the year. They'll head there this week. And then they will also close the season, part of that stretch run, five-game series to close out 2021 against Syracuse. This week, it's 6.35, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. The first five games of the series, all 6.35 start times. Sunday afternoon, the finale gets underway at 1.05. And don't forget, you can catch all the action on ESPN 1520 locally, Bisons.com, the First Pitch app as well. I'll be on the road bringing you all the action as I'm excited to bring you all the Bisons baseball coverage from here on out for the rest of the season. As you heard, my broadcast partner, the Buffalo Baseball Hall of Famer, Duke McGuire, he'll join us for the home contest as well. It was great to see Duke back at Salem Field this past week in a spot that has become so much a part of all of our summers over the last 34 years. Glad to be back in the booth with Duke and glad to have Bisons baseball back at Salem Field. So the Bisons head out to Syracuse this week. Then they'll welcome in Worcester next Tuesday through Sunday, August the 24th. 
through the 29th. That's the next time you can catch Bison Baseball at Salem Field. Don't forget, all tickets are $10 general admission seating. The gates open for the general public one hour before first pitch. If you're a season ticket holder tuning in, don't forget your early access with your season ticket holder identification card gets you into the ballpark a half hour earlier. So for a 7.05 first pitch against Worcester on August the 24th, if you're a season ticket holder, you can get into the ballpark right around 5.30 while the general public comes in and picks their seats at 6 o'clock as well. That's when we'll talk to you next. The Bisons are in Syracuse this week. We'll talk to you next week. I'm Pat Malacaro here in the Power Alley.